Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Unwritten Rule fans, you can catch us every Monday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Believe Unwritten and enjoy the show. On today's episode of The Unwritten Rule, we've had some <clears throat> movement on the recruiting trail for both Mizzou football and men's basketball, so we'll talk um, about all of that as well uh, as we have the names of the three players who are joining Eli Drinkwitz at the media circus that is SEC Media Days here um, coming up, so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. We'll go into that more, obviously, as, as all the quotes and stuff comes out when, when it happens. Um, some guys also got drafted from Mizzou baseball into the majors, so Peyton and Kenny will talk about those names and where they all they all ended up there's quite a few um we'll do quick hits and then we're finishing uh the show with another mount rushmore we're doing mount rushmore of team nicknames so good mount rushmore there and a lot to talk about on the mizzou front especially for football ahead of sec media days so um plenty to dive into the unwritten rule starts right now Attention, everybody stop what you're doing. It's time for The Unwritten Rule, a Mizzou sports podcast brought to you by the Believe Network, alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren. Here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Welcome back to The Unwritten Rule. Today is Friday. Way to play along, Kenny. 14th, and Kenny uh, does not feel like dancing. No sold Um, the the intro. (laughs) Um, stared at us blankly as we tried to go to the YouTube to see how he's how trying to ignore this moves. And now, yeah, he's trying to he's trying to keep his con- his excitement contained because we have a ton to talk about um, from the Mizzou news headlines and stuff. We've got some football, some men's basketball and a bunch of baseball news as well with the um, MLB draft happening just a couple days ago. Um, so plenty to dive into. And we're starting Peyton and Kenny with football. Because the Tigers and Drinkwitz once again um, active on the recruiting trail, Mizzou landing, I believe it's fourth four star, if I'm not mistaken, in the last couple of weeks as linebacker Brian Huff. We've talked about him kind of for a couple of weeks now because he's had his commitment date set for a while. It was, we're recording this uh, on Thursday. He committed um, yesterday on Wednesday, J- uh, July 12th um, to Mizzou. So the four star linebacker will be a Tiger. Like I mentioned, it is Drinkwitz's uh, fourth four-star commit I believe in just these last three weeks so um, obviously another win on the recruiting trail Kenny and Peyton for Trinkwitz and the Tigers Brian Huff joining what are y'all's what are y'all's thoughts um yeah this is this was like the last expected commitment if I'm not mistaken uh, of this early onslaught that has been uh Mizzou recruiting um it's a good it's good to nail that one down especially poaching him away from Arkansas um they've got to start stacking four stars uh they've been doing that the last few weeks now um no no known commitments for Mizzou are coming no announcement dates or anything like that so it should start to slow down again um in fact most of what we may hear the next few weeks would be baseball commits in the transfer portal but um Good to get Brian Huff. Uh, good to poach him away from Arkansas. I think it would have been a nightmare if they lost him to UNLV or UCF. Um, so can't complain about it. Uh, the best thing about Brian Huff's commitment was that he is a Tiger script 
uh, enjoyer. <laughs> I, I think it's a big statement. Um, you're, you're taking the fifth best player out of Arkansas, according to 247. That's huge. I mean, that's huge to the rivalry. That's showing that you can go across state lines. You can cr- go across that border. That, you know, you, That's the last game of the season. You're facing Arkansas, and if Brian Huff could play for Mizzou and beat Arkansas, that could draw more attention from Arkansas recruits to come to Mizzou as well and show that they can start in another SEC school that's not just in-state. Um, this is another big linebacker pickup for Mizzou. Um, Nicholas Rodriguez, who committed this summer as well, um, a three-star according to 247. And we talked about you know those linebackers that could be looking for playing time this season or even next season. Rayshon Littlejohn, who's going to be a freshman this year, has also drawn some attention as you know possibly a leader in the future. And um, you know, of course, DJ Smith has a good linebacking core right now. Um, so there, there's a lot. There's a lot there for the Mizzou Tigers at the linebacker position. Yeah, it seems like some uh, some added depth there, and I think um, the other the other three four stars. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. I believe are Madison, James Madison, Cameron Keys, and then I think it is Rodriguez on some. I know Kenny used to twenty four seven has him as a three, but I think on some others he's like a four. Obviously, those and- are. Rivals yeah. has keys as a three. So it yeah. just depends so, on where he asks. They have around four four stars right now. Yeah. So it's, you know, roughly four four stars, I guess, is what we can call it. Um, but again, good names to keep adding. Um, Kenny, I like that take there with the linebacker depth uh, and stuff as, uh, as well. And Peyton, you mentioned this is kind of the last expected guy. We knew Huff was getting a lot of um, steam towards Mizzou. So now you're kind of transitioning back into you're going to probably see a lot of names being thrown around obviously the big one is still ryan wingo um williams one is in there as well of course he recently became i think on three's number one overall recruit um a couple of days ago but um i saw the only other guy i've seen um was there was a top five for this three-star athlete elijah green um he had mizzou along with texas tech utsa tulsa and sam houston um, when I looked it up on on three, it said he was like 92% to Texas tech. So that doesn't seem super great there, but, um, are there other guys that, that you two have had your eyes on and maybe anything significant as, as one Arian Wingo now kind of become the focus with, with these four stars now, now committed and locked in. Well, I mean, as of now, there's not a lot. I mean, Mizzou did offer a running back. I forget who it was. It was a three-star running back. Um, after they lost out on Darian Dupree and um, I can't remember his name, the guy that went to Vanderbilt. Um, so, but that's just going to be a lot of what's happening right now. Mizzou's going to start pivoting more towards their second secondary guys, just try and poach away from other teams, try and bring into the fold. That's just how recruiting goes. Every team's going to be at that stage right now. Um, I know Jeremiah McClellan uh, from the St. Louis area. He's got a top five coming out this Sunday. He announced love getting announcements of when your top five is going to be. He's taken four official visits. Uh, I believe Ohio state, Oregon. Uh, there's two others in there. Uh, and maybe the fifth will be Mizzou. He hasn't visited Mizzou. There's almost no steam, like less steam than Nwaneri, uh, because he just hasn't even visited. So I wouldn't hold my breath on that one, but I mean, there's, going to be plenty more to come uh in the fall especially i mean that's when nuaneri and uh and wingo are expected to commit so we'll we'll see 
Um, that w- running back that committed to Vanderbilt is Johan Cardenas, who attended right. a very fine high school in the Houston yeah. area, <laughs> St. Thomas High School. He was a Texas Tech commit. Uh, never heard why he decommitted there. Two other guys, uh, you mentioned that there's another running back that Mizzou offered, uh, Caden Durham and Frankie Arthur are the other two that have offers currently from Mizzou for the class of 2024, according to 247, that haven't committed or verbally committed. Yeah, so... so- uh, Go My ahead. last thing, though, I saw a quote from on three about from Williams and Wari that said, like, he he's like he knows where he wants to go. He's just not public oh, yeah. about it yet. He's kind of set on a school and he's just not ready to release it to the public. So that's kind of like the, the latest from him, according to on three. Oh, and the McClellan, he's visited. Um, oh, I just had it and then I lost it. Um, but he's visited <laughs> Ohio State. He's visited Oregon. He's visited LSU and he's visited Tennessee. So okay. those are so some, those some four will hitters. definitely be those four will definitely be in his top five. Mizzou might get thrown in there because Elijah Drinkwitz was like, please put us in there. So, <laughs> but yeah. he's so not. Some, he's probably not coming here. Some big hitters, yeah, for him. Um, and so it seems, you know, yeah, Kenny, you mentioned some of the some of the other guys. Mizzou's kind of now going to segue a little bit into those secondary guys, in addition to obviously trying to stay in the race as best they can for Wingo and for Williams, one area. So we'll definitely keep following along. But Brian Huff, obviously, like Peyton said, it's almost just a better to not have lost him to, you know, one of the former Barry Odom schools or UCF. So, um, yeah, definitely a good a good pickup there in the four-star linebacker. Um, okay, segueing to some of the guys who are obviously on the Mizzou team and not only on the team, but have the prestigious honor of being uh, selected to join Eli Drinkwitz um, in the next coming days, I believe Mizzou's on Monday for SEC Media Days. Um, those players are Chris Abrams, Drain, Javon Foster, and Darius Robinson um, are joining. So they're they're coming with Drinkwitz. Um, you know, I guess. What are y'all's thoughts? Because I'll have, I, I can share a little bit on just SEC Media Days in general. I know, like big time SEC fans, kind of know. Some people maybe in the national spotlight don't really know that much about what it is or why it's why it matters or why these guys going is important. So, you know, obviously the selection doesn't, it's not a big deal for who it is really, but mm-hmm. you know, what are your thoughts on them going and just the, the circus of it in general? Um, my thoughts on sec media days are just, I don't really care. Um, I've never really cared what's said <laughs> at these, um, it honestly, it's just turned into a point of you see highlights of when someone says something stupid at these mm-hmm. events. I mean, Eliah Drinkwitz wound up get having to tweet out a statement because one of his uh, quotes was taken a bit out of context and made it look way worse than it actually was. Um, and for that reason, I think you're not going to see a very vocal Drinkwitz. I think he's going to give safe answers at this media day. It won't be very fun like he's he's had a lot of fun at these events in the past but i think now entering year four you know you need results on the field can't be taking jabs right now with what happened last time he's just gonna give some safe answers and i think he picked three players that are gonna be relatively safe as well i don't think you're gonna get a lot of (laughs) headline grabbing quotes out of javon foster um (laughs) So it, it, I really I don't care about this event. Mizzou is also going on the same day as Alabama and A&M. Nobody's going to care what Mizzou has to say. So expect a quiet media day. I would be very shocked if we have anything from media days to talk about. Um, we're not going to 
know anything that we don't know right now. I mean, they're going to ask Drink who's going to be your quarterback, and he's going to be like, I don't know. Dylan Leibel looked great in spring camp. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, we're, we're not going to get anything out of it. And you know what? We really shouldn't. I think Drinkwitz is going to be smart about this. I think he's going to play it safe. He's not going to give anybody any reason to get up in arms at him. And I think that's for the best for him. I think it would be fun if he started, if he opened it with everyone, put your phones down. Do not tweet anything I say until we're done. Cause everyone's just going to take one quote out of context and he's going to have to apologize on Twitter or correct someone on Twitter. That was my first initial thought. I hope him and Lane Kiffin meet up, maybe have some troll, a troll fest going on. Cause I know they like to take shots at each other and just have fun with it. And um, I think, I think it was last year, Drinkwood said like his shoes were cooler than Lane Kiffin's like that kind of stuff is just the fun part of it. Um, covering this team last year. I mean, you're not going to get all that out of Chris Abrams drain as well. I know Peyton mentioned Javon Foster. I mean, they're going to give you, they're going to just give you the answers and three or four words are going to give you what you want. And they're just going to not really talk about it. D Rob. I mean, he can get into a lot of different things if you want it, but this kind of makes me think of Chris Abrams drain might be a captain this year. Um, as we went with eight captains last season, they usually carry their captains to SEC media days. Of course, the quarterback um, situation has kind of been up in the air the last couple of seasons. This way, I haven't really seen Bazelak or Brady Cook make it down there. And I mean, we don't even know if Brady Cook's going to start the first week of the season. We can assume he is. Um, but this kind of makes me think Chris Evans drain might be one of those eight captains if they go that way again. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I I went to this last year. Um, I, I did some coverage on it. So I was in that little room that Drinkwitz does when he just talks them and the player, him and the players just talk to local media. And yeah, it's not really a, you know, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not anything you should expect to get any sort of bombshell news from other than like Peyton said, if someone just says something dumb, which someone inevitably probably will, whether that comes from Mizzou or not, I guess that's what makes this event fun. It's also definitely a very shameless uh, Greg Sankey play to just kind of show what a good job he's doing. And he is doing a pretty good job as a CC mm-hmm. commissioner uh, in terms of making money for the conference, at least. But that I aside, into, uh, in an elevator, I accidentally ran into him in an elevator. I wasn't looking oh. up. I was ty- typing on my phone. And I ran into him. He said, uh, hey, buddy. Where'd my fit run into him. At? He was at he was at a uh, Faroe Field um, for one of the first games of the season, and I just ran into him because he was up in the press box to talk to some of the guys on the broadcast. Um, my my other thing though is my favorite parts of SEC Media Day is some of the stupid questions that people from other yes. markets ask people. I think yep. last year Drink was got one about pulling attention away from the Cardinals and the Royals yes. to oh, get people to watch Mizzou right. games on Saturdays instead of baseball, and he was just like, "What are you talking about?" So that, that those yeah. are my favorite ones. Yeah, he he got that one in like the main room. I remember being nervous to like I didn't want to get a trash for asking a weird question, <laughs> and then I heard that, and I was like, okay, I'm probably good. And all Drinkwitz really did to me was when I I think I asked him like about the running back battle or whatever between like who it was mm-hmm. going to be because we didn't know with with Schrader or Pete. And I think Elijah he just Young proceeded, was in that at the time. Too. Yeah, we he proceeded to name drop everyone else besides like Schrader, Pete, and Young, who I said who have now like all transferred, which I think is kind mm-hmm. of funny. But um, yeah, you're not going to get anything crazy. Only one, oh, you're talking about all the previous players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The from yeah. from last yeah the season gone by. But yeah, I know Kenny. You said last show. You know, I think you made a good point of like and Peyton. You know, just before this about how he's going to kind of probably try and tone down a lot of his um, sassiness. I guess should we call it? Um, trolliness yeah trolliness snarky remarks i don't know mm-hmm. um just because of the fact that yeah he needs the results on the field to kind of back that stuff up first but 
And he has fun in those conversations. If he's in a good mood, if the team's playing well, especially at the start of the season, it's a fresh start. Like last season doesn't matter anymore. It's just about this season. He has fun to start. I mean, at the end of the year, when they were going to the the bowl game, I needed just one more question. And then Kaz, who was in charge of media, was like, all right, let's get out of here. I was like, okay, can I just ask one more? And he's like, yeah, ask me one more. Merry Christmas. This is like your Christmas gift. Like he has that kind of fun. Like He was like, this is your Christmas gift. You get to ask me one more question. What was nice? Yeah, what was it? I no, I, I have no idea. I think it was for some feature <laughs> story I had, and I just needed to ask it just to get a few words. And I, I wish it remember. was. I wish it was. What do you want for Christmas, Eli? <laughs> <laughs> it was something that he like laughed about when I asked. So I think it was just like a silly question. I just needed an answer. Kenny before. actually asked, "Hey, uh, Eli, you know we're getting to the end of the year. Do you think you took enough attention from the Royals and the Cardinals uh, over the course <laughs> of the season?" <laughs> That's my 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 favorite part was asking Blake Baker about the World Series right before he stepped out of media on like Tuesdays last season and like he oh, yeah, I into it. he was like he was like I yeah. think we're gonna I think we're gonna win the next three I think there's like there's no way that the Astros would lose this World Series and I was just he was that right. was probably one of my favorite parts yeah he was right that is, that is comical um yeah Kenny wait the only other thing I wanted to ask um you we're, we're gonna get some riveting stuff from Chris Abrams drain right <laughs> I hope that Mike can like really pick up his voice because he's so soft-spoken like we could we could barely hear him we had to like play it back on on the YouTube sometimes to hear him because he's just so soft spoken and he he's I mean he's a good he good speaker doesn't give you really long answers he yeah. uses big words um, but he smiles the whole time and it's, he's just like having a good time up there like you could ask yeah. him something so serious and he just smile I th- if I remember correctly I think he was wearing sunglasses when he did it with us <laughs> or he had glasses on he was just a fun I'm surprised guy surprised he's like. soft spoken because I mean he's like pumping up people on the field yeah he, he does a, he play a, like a captain. Yeah. And he's got to talk shit. I mean, he's a corner. He's got to get in these guys' heads. And... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I said it. I was being no-nonsense to start because I had my SEC hat on, but uh, <laughs> I said it. Yeah. That's not no-nonsense. Hey, talking shit as a corner is no-nonsense. Not messing around. You got to establish who bo- who's boss. Um, oh, oh, I want to see who this this year's um, uh, NCAA for, uh, football rating guy is because last year – I remember thinking like maybe I'll be that guy and just ask every player I encounter what their SEC football rating would be. And the person that did it went like completely viral, you know, because mm-hmm. of course those always get good answers. And I feel like there's going to be another, another person who does that this year. There's always one. What would you, what would you rate yourself? I, I don't know, which whatever you think of that question is, is what it is, but yeah, SEC media days. We'll talk about it. So Mizzou, Mizzou does go on Monday, right? I had that right. Pretty I sure, I think, and I I'm think they're pretty first. sure they're on the same day as AM and Alabama. So nobody oh, should be so, focusing yeah. on Buried Mizzou down. at all. Yeah, it'll be it'll just be Jimbo and Saban, Beautiful. which will be um, great. People will just yeah. be like, "Hey, Jimbo says he doesn't want to go five and seven this year. Isn't that crazy?" And yeah. uh, Eli is sandwiched between Brian Kelly and Jimbo, so it's LSU and AM. Oh, it's LSU, oh, LSU and AM. And A&M. Okay, mm-hmm. even better. Damn near even better. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about you know whatever headlines maybe generally from the SEC emerge from. Uh, this coming week of SEC Media Days. Um, Segwaying, we have more. We have more news. We had some basketball stuff. Um, we touched on it last show. We were pretty confident in in what was going to happen with Dallas Thomas, and it did indeed happen. Um, the four star forward did commit to um, Clemson. Uh, Kenny and Peyton, if you guys just want to quickly recap that, like it, you know, it, it seemed like Mizzou. You know, we weren't sure with with where they kind of yeah. stood on that, but. Um, you know, is it a big deal in not getting Dallas Thomas and, and, you know, where can you just re recap where Gates's head might've been at? It really doesn't seem like that big a deal. I think he wasn't really a take for Mizzou because 
I mean, the coaching staff was at the Peach Jam. He was not good at the Peach Jam, Dallas Thomas. He did not have a good showing. Seemed like a lot of other schools, like Memphis, was completely off him by that point. Uh, Arkansas had really cooled. And, uh, I mean, we did hear – so maybe, I, like, it just seems – Dennis Gates says he doesn't pay attention to recruiting rankings. He's just going to get the guys he wants. I mean, he's recruited like that. Like, he's turning away guys that – are pretty highly nationally recruited, um, apparently. And I mean, we may have had a, we may have seen a reason um, why. I mean, Anor Botang, another really, really highly rated recruit. I mean, he said in a two four seven article yesterday, uh, Mizzou is one of the schools he wants to visit. Uh, so that's probably one of Mizzou's big targets. Um, they've been on him for a while. Going to be tough to pull him away from Arkansas, but. I, I really, really would not stress ter- not getting Dallas Thomas at all. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't think that really was a, a situation that was super. You know, we don't. We didn't like. Yeah, we didn't learn anything really new other than Dennis. Yeah, he seems to be a little picky and choosy, which is kind of nice um, to have a coach like that to know he has the recruiting pull that he can, you know, pluck from from certain four stars and kind of pull out of the race for others and not have to just try and get anyone he can get so you know he's proven to be a good recruiter i think he's it's 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 he's convinced us that he knows what he's he's doing the benefit of the doubt yes i I agree um only other thing i saw from the trail is that i saw a four-star center 2024 guy ryan jones jr who is uh last i checked number 57 in the espn 100 is visiting mizzou october 6th so that's coming up down the pipeline uh he is also planning to visit florida Virginia Tech and Xavier. So a couple kind of even level schools with Mizzou that's, there. So another... That's around the time uh, T.O. Barrett visited last year. Yeah, there you he go. Wound up so... Submitting months later. Mm-hmm. Without o- a October. second visit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Columbia's changed a lot, T.O. I don't know if you still want to come here. But yeah. I'm not even <laughs> here. I'm yeah, not we're, we're like, Kenny's there. There. like Kenny's there yeah. right now. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, um, so – Another name to, to keep an eye on, Ryan Jones Jr., four-star center. Didn't love that he's listed as a center because he also is apparently 6'7". So you won't be playing center, buddy, if you uh, get to the college level, I don't think, under Gates. but You better learn small. power forward. Yeah, get ready to learn power forward, buddy. Um, it's positionless yeah. basketball, guys. Indeed. Uh, and then uh, only other basketball thing, pro scene. Uh, Kobe and Des Moines, last night both of them played, both of them kind of showed out um demoy hodge in particular we'll start with him um had a great evening for the lakers 22 points and four rebounds he also shot six for 13 from three kenny and peyton i don't know if you guys um got to watch this i could not i look i looked at the stats afterward but people people were were all over twitter with demoy again lakers twitter seems to start to be starting to fall in love with him which i i love to see but like Watching some of the highlights, I mean that like he's he's doing what we talked about. The same stuff he did in college seems to be transitioning. I don't know if y'all have any anything on that, but just a great performance from Des Moines last night. Yeah, no, I didn't see it, but he's had a great summer league. So yeah, I hope he keeps that up. Lakers fans love him. We can't say that enough. Uh, they they love those guys that go undrafted and then they think, oh, we're the only team that you know that saw this guy that knew his potential like that's my favorite part about lakers fans like the, the, the fans that don't show up until the playoffs <laughs> and then the ones that just like if they see a undrafted guy that's like you know playing really well for them like austin reeves was the last two years it's like oh my god no one else saw this but the lakers <laughs> and it's a team yeah. that hasn't won a 
actual NBA title in 15 years. So yeah, true. Yeah. Mickey Mouse, Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse ring. <laughs> Demoyle yeah, bring him. I just really wanted to play too for the awesome feature story that some LA Times or some writer will write about him being the first British Virgin Islands player to actually like play in the NBA. I'm I'm looking mm-hmm. forward for that like to that story. But yeah, he's he's looking good. And then Kobe, um, obviously his roster spots far more solidified. So it's good that Demoy is having these performances. Double double, twelve points, uh, ten rebounds. He had a block, I think, too. Oh, um, nasty block. I nasty mean, two handed two handed blocks are cooler yeah, than one handed. I mean, he That's, went. Up I agree. Shoved the ball back down. You don't see that did all he, that often. Did he just pin a guy, or him. was it a was it like in his like back in his face? Like he he just yeah pinned him back down, and like the, the, I don't know who the guy was that was shooting for Memphis, but he fell to the ground, and Kobe just hit him with like. The muscles, you know, just yeah. right in his face. Uh, it was a it was a beautiful block. There we go. So yeah, Kobe. Um, I know Peyton. Peyton sent a text in a group chat. We're all in that said double double for Kobe. Parentheses. Don't look at his shooting efficiency. So that still needs some work. I think he was like three for twelve or something last night. So yeah, you know, he's not going to get that many opportunities to shoot the ball and and get to that twelve point mark if he needs that many shots. That's a little bit worrying. But like, I was thinking about this. If you're getting, you know, if you're putting Kobe in for seven minutes a game as a Clippers team, he gets you two points on one for two from the field, three rebounds and a block a game. You're good. That's fine. You're totally mm, like, yeah. I, you're totally taking that from a 30th overall pick. I think shooting efficiency is one of the like least, if that's the thing you're the most worried about translating right now, you're in pretty decent shape for a prospect in my opinion. But um, yeah, so Big stuff for for the both of them. I know. I think Jonte had like I, th- I saw he had six points in seven minutes. I think the other day for the Bulls, and then didn't score again the rest of the game he played. So his his future might be looking a little doomed. But Demoy mm-hmm. just might sneak his way onto the the Lakers roster. Um, okay, baseball stuff. Um, segwaying to that, Kenny and Peyton. I'll let I'll let you guys. You know what? I'll let you run through the list because I've talked a lot. We had the MLB draft the other night. We had it on. Uh, Kenny Kenny was watching it. I know when we were recording uh, last time with the first couple rounds. But I did. There was a bunch I interrupted of... Peyton. You did. Well done, Matt. <laughs> and then Peyton said, "I already knew because he gets his draft pick spoiled for him." Mm-hmm. Um, but Kenny and Peyton run through uh, the names. A bunch of Mizzou guys looks like getting uh, drafted and even one UDFA. It looks like uh, who got drafted and what. Uh, what's their situation? Who could maybe uh, make an impact? Um, we'll start. I mean, it's a three day process. I mean, it's not just one day for the draft. It's right. You get, mm-hmm. uh, rounds three through 10 on Monday and then 11 through 20 on Tuesday. Uh, we'll start in the fourth round though. The Mets took Austin Trusser, who was the first Mizzou guy to be drafted. I know Peyton and I, we weren't thinking maybe he would be the first one off the board. No. Um, not necessarily, but, um, the Mets, I don't know if they have, you know, the best track record as of late in developing pitchers. I mean, everybody they've been traded for. Um, a lot of the guys that they did develop um, have since left the Mets um, in the last, say, 10 seasons, so five seasons. Um, so it'll be an interesting one there. Uh, jumping up to Seth Halverson in the seventh round, he went to the Rockies. That was the second Tennessee pitcher to go there. And I, I threw Seth Halverson in here just because he did pitch it, did play at Mizzou before he, he was on to Tennessee. the really, really bad sophomore mm-hmm. year team for us. Uh, he had a 6 2 3 ERA and then transferred up. That should exactly. show you a lot about Mizzou's pitching uh, infrastructure that year. Um, in the 10th round, Zach Franklin went to the White Sox uh, after the 10th a, round. And 
nasty reliever for Mizzou last mm-hmm. year. In the 12th round, another pitcher, Chandler Murphy, went to the Rays, and he was in the portal. And Peyton, you made a, you made a good uh, good joke about that. I did. Uh, yeah, you said, really... you, you said he's going to transfer to the Rays pitching system instead of actually transferring to another school. Oh, I don't remember even saying that. But, yeah, I mean, Chandler Murphy You can't lob him up like anymore, a... Kenny. You can't lob I him totally, up anymore. He's totally. got to be better. He's it's got to be better, Peyton. <laughs> yeah, I don't I didn't I didn't say what did I say is the thing. So um but yeah, Chandler Murphy, Tresser was actually in the portal too, technically. Um, mm-hmm. but that's just what a lot of these guys do. They transfer just in case they don't like the money they get, um, so they can go back to school. But Murphy, I mean, he's perfect for the Rays. I mean, he has nasty stuff. He was producing like a Friday night starter for Mizzou, but then he got hurt against South Carolina. I think they tried to rush him back just because Mizzou just couldn't keep anybody healthy. Um, and I think he was just not the same pitcher after that. So, But I do think the Rays, if nothing else, can turn him into a fantastic reliever. Um, next one, 14th round, to the A's, Luke Mann. This one feels perfect. I mean, I liked Luke Mann. He was a great hitter. Um, Your A's. His best season ever this past season. Set some records, too. Um, for Mizzou and I think he looks I think he fits the A's I think he will be um he what? does because Mizzou is the Oakland Athletics of the SEC. of the SEC uh he feels <laughs> like uh Max Muncy I feel like he's going to be what Max Muncy couldn't be in Oakland and that I would go with Luke Mann there um last guy UDFA undrafted free agent to the Guardians Rorick Maltred who actually made an appearance on our spelling beat not too long ago Oh yeah. Um, so uh, he was the he was the only guy I noticed when I was looking through UDFA list that signed with another team. Um, so there's a good crop of former Mizzou players uh, going to the kind of shows Mizzou had a lot of pitchers with fantastic major league stuff last year. They just mm-hmm. it, it they either got hurt or had to get a bit overused because other people were getting hurt. So exactly. Yeah, we'll uh we'll see and we'll see if Carrot can keep it going. And he's uh, it seems like he's started to and is continuing to kind of assemble um, his roster. Um, Peyton and Kenny, two transfers from Mizzou, mm-hmm. two guys they've landed now in the portal. Um, I'm I might butcher his name, but is it is it Jarek? I assume it's Jarek. I believe it's Jarek. Yeah, um, from Texas, and then Daniel Corona Jr. from Wake Forest. So I don't know if you if you know anything about those two guys, but uh, seems two Power Five guys at the very least now coming to um, join Carrick's squad next season. Try and maybe replicate that that MLB level form that now we've seen get drafted. These yeah, two guys I mean, were were oh, you know big talents out of high school. I mean, if you look mm-hmm. back at Danny Corona in 2021. He was ranked the 161st best player in his class at a high school, according to Perfect Game. He went in the 16th round to the Pirates. Not a lot of leverage there. I mean, they probably didn't have enough money saved for him. It was just kind of see if they could pull him away from Wake Forest. Um, they couldn't, and he did really well last season. In his sophomore season, look at his stats here. Um, he batted uh, 285. Uh, he started 41 games, uh, played pretty well in the field. and I mean, he was on a, the, the number one seed in the – um, college world series so it's a good pickup there for carrick yeah and i mean uh you said it with uh, corona i mean i i was expecting when i saw him and looked him up i was like oh this is probably just a bench guy that didn't get a lot of playing time on a really good wake forest team he played in like 40 something games though and had like mm-hmm. a 917 ops so he was very successful that is a 
big time pull uh, for Carrick. And just going over to Jarrett Curtis, I mean, Kenny mentioned he was also a big time prospect coming out of high school. Uh, number 200 overall rank, uh, ranked player um, coming out of high school. Uh, I don't know if he was drafted. Uh, he was probably seen as a very draftable talent, though. Um, so that's – I do know he is has a lot of speed, um, which would probably mean he's a great outfielder as well. Um, those typically go hand-in-hand. Hand. So those are two pretty quality ads for Carrick Jackson. It's uh, going to have to keep it rolling. He lost a lot of talent, but yeah. th- those two are very good building blocks to keep going off of. I was just going to say supplementing some of the the people, the guys he's lost. I feel like every week we've reported a new guy going to Arkansas. Um, but, you know, that is what it is. Speaking of Arkansas, Kenny, what's the, <laughs> dude, I've forgotten football. Tyrone Hopper. We have, uh, yeah, Tyrone <laughs> we have Hopper that, is, we had a happy birthday. Tyrone Hopper's dad tweeted a photo of him uh, saying happy birthday. Jack made a joke that he should run his graphics department for his dad. It's a terrible um, graphic. It's bad. And that was the thing that, it was just interesting to find out is that Tyron Hopper is now a grad assistant at Arkansas. Another talent pulled away um, to, from the Mizzou Tigers <laughs> to go work or play for Arkansas. Is this uh, even a rivalry? I mean, damn those they're Razorbacks. Just, they're just they're dominating. So, I they're thought just he dominating was a, in the stealing players department. I thought he was a GA here. And that's how I found out he wasn't. Was his dad tweeting yeah. happy birthday? That was weird, but mm-hmm. I have nothing else to add. He didn't it looked do like, anything. It looked like a commit announcement, but it just like yeah. it was for a birthday. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought the card looked dumb, but yeah. Those those darn Razorbacks. Um, yeah, so plenty of Mizzou stuff going on. The only other thing I wanted to run through, Kenny, we uh you texted me about this. We had a we had a track and field news. Shout out Drew Rogers, mm-hmm. he won a national championship at the five thousand meter um at the usa track and field under 20 championships so good for him also um Ephany andre fellow j school student also um she got seventh in the triple jump at s the under 23 like north american championships so we had a track class and field. Her. So, yeah we did shout out fellow j schooler uh, i wanted to shout out one more thing about daniel corona jr so oh, yeah. he went to the baylor school which is kind of like a I guess a like sleepaway school, like a prep, prep school. school. Like a, yeah. And uh, Whit Muskamp is a quarterback in the class of 2024 is offered by Mizzou. Will uh, Muskamp's son. Yeah, Will Muskamp's son. And he's committed to Vanderbilt. And I was like, that's my – I just remember seeing the Baylor school. And I was like, they got some oh. athletes there. Yeah. And so – Did you call it a sleepaway school? Like the sleep, yeah, like I mean, sleepaway camp? <laughs> like a sleepaway camp, but like for school. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a school like you come back on the weekends, but you have to go exactly. stay there the entire time. You don't days. go back home on the weekends at a sleepaway camp. I guess you're right. Yeah. It, it would just be it's, it's school is just <laughs> school boarding school is just a giant sleepaway camp. Exactly. That's all it is. Um nice. Okay. So shout out the Baylor school, I guess. But um yeah, so plenty of plenty of stuff to keep an eye on. Now we got a bunch of tigers in the majors. Maybe we'll try and get some of them on and uh, add to our um roster for for the minors baseball for the yeah the unwritten the minors uh, sorry they're whatever um but we can add him to our roster troy troy's been balling we had him he should be in triple a he, need, he needs to get called up he needs to get he won a uh, player of the week in uh whatever uh double a league he plays in so yeah so troy troy needs to get called up we're continuing to put the propaganda out on twitter so you know pensacola or whoever jacksonville whoever needs to listen to this call call him up um but yeah good mizzou stuff and we will segue over to quick hits um okay quick hits time 
Jersey of the week, Kenny. Um, Jersey of the week. Uh, I had some, you know, some fun ones to do here. I'll, I'll mention my my second one after him, after yours, Jack. But I'm going to start it off with Yankees. Uh, the beloved pinstripes, the beloved gray away uniforms of the New York Yankees are now infested by ads. The star insurance ad, which uh, Darren Ravel reported uh, is going to cost $25 million a year to be worn on the Yankees uniform is going to be on the side that faces the camera. So if you're batting right-handed, you it's going to be right Look here. Look at the YouTube. <laughs> you're going to bat on. Yeah, it's going to be whatever the dominant Ken's shoulder doing is a great demo. the camera. Yeah, there's my demo. Good model. Uh, it, it's it's in reverse of what I'm saying, too, because I'm on a computer <laughs> screen. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's just so weird. I mean, the pinstripes. Wait till they, so they got Yankee Stadium sponsor, sponsorship. Sponsorship. Nothing sacred, sacred anymore. Uh, and then it'll be funny one day um, when they have uh, the last names put on the jersey too. Just more advertisements for these players. <laughs> just oh god, it's just weird. I don't I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And I don't You'll like the Yankees. To it. I was but... I was gonna make a Darren Ravel joke, but I'll save that because I see that we have it later. Yeah, there's something about him later. Yeah. Uh, my jersey of the week: Daniel Brown, Campbell fighting camels jersey. Daniel Brown, the left-handed pitcher out of Campbell University. Uh, he was drafted by the Chicago Cubs in the 16th round. Good for him. Um, he is he throws 101, so you may be thinking, why on earth was he only a 16th round pick? Here's why. Because in his total college career, he pitched two seasons for Campbell. He faced 18 batters total, and of those, he walked 13 of them and he hit two of them. Uh, <laughs> so he got three people out. Um, that's, look, at the end of the day, that's not what the MLB draft is about. I mean, the MLB draft is about finding a tool, drafting it, developing it, maximizing it. But that's so funny. Um, his ERA last year, I believe, was 54, um, and his ERA the year before that was <laughs> infinity. So, um, but I, I got a great cool. one, it sounds like. They just got to get him to throw strikes. So, yeah, but yeah, fair enough. he's my Chuck jersey of the week. Nice. Well done. Uh, my jersey of the week, uh, Adley Rutschman. No, not an Orioles jersey. Uh, Oregon State football. Uh, I found out that Adley Rutschman, of course, a uh, member of the Orioles, was in the home run derby as well. Uh, he went to Oregon State for baseball, obviously, but he also played football for a season there. Um, where when I looked at his bio, it said uh, he once recovered his own onside kick against Boise State. So maybe had a future at the uh, football's greatest position. So he also you tackled know, good Christian for him. McCaffrey. There you go. Mm-hmm. Another so. good fact. Um, so he might have had a future in football if he wasn't uh, hitting dingers off of his dad in the home run derby, which I also thought that almost, that stole the show pre Julio breaking the home run record. But mm-hmm. um, that was pretty cool. His dad was pitching. He also batted switch just to flex on everybody um, and still lost. So it didn't matter. But that that was pretty cool. But yeah, recovered his own side, onside kick. I love a good kicker. That first round of the home run derby was awesome. And that, that, was. that really mm-hmm. highlighted it. it was, his it dad was. was pitching kind of slow. And then. Uh, you know, Javier Bracamonte, the bullpen catcher for the Astros, tell him to speed it up a little bit, got into a rhythm. And he had 20 plus home runs from both, like from both sides combined. Uh, that That's pretty cool. And we, we thought Adley was going to struggle in that home run. I derby. wanted to ask about that, Kenny, too. So that, that Astros catcher, does he, did, has, is that the first time he's done that? Does he always do that? He seems very, that's his seventh all star game that he's worked at. 
That was what I read seemed, on Twitter. He seemed very into it. Like he was. Yeah, like he was trying to help. I mean, he was. Cool. That, that's that's who he is. Javier Bracamonte seems like a cool guy. He uh, also cost Pete Alonso a lot of home runs because he was set out set up way outside. <laughs> so Riggs. he was trying to strike him out. MLB um, rig. This is where I'm going to throw in my extra jersey. I got DJ Wagalele right. in uh, an Oregon State baseball jersey because he was drafted we're, by the LA well, Dodgers. Gonna, I have that in here. Oh, that's on there for you? Yeah, it is. Oh, I didn't see oh, it. Oh, yeah, later. Best thing you learned. Oh, my bad. Uh, we'll, cut we'll, that we'll out. We'll bring it up again. We'll bring it up again. We'll bring it up uh, again. Yeah. Uh, All right. Wh- wait, wait. I had one more thing on the Derby, I think. Oh, I won. I won you our bracket challenge. Win. Oh, I have one more thing. I know, ball. Oh, we'll I talk about it a little bit later, too, for my... Uh, <laughs> Fair main bird of the week um all right guess that college cool. uh you guys know the rules uh you can hands buzz in you can't change your answer hands have to be up so you cannot be looking up who i'm talking about i'm gonna give Where's you a belt? couple of different sports might jump around here um jump i'm gonna around? start in the wnba uh then i'm gonna go to major league baseball and then i'm gonna end it with two nfl players uh so wnba i already have a guess i think cheryl swoops i no longer have a guess Houston. I was thinking it was going to be who she played for. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know who this is. I thought this I was have a hunch. Be Delaware because Elena Deladon went to Delaware. So did Joe Flacco and Kyle Bowler, but mm-hmm. wasn't them. That would have been. I would have been. No guesses. Screwed. No. no. no guesses. All right. Uh, we're gonna jump in the baseball world here. Dallas Braden. He's throwing a perfect game. I don't think Ooh, I know. know I need Peyton to I need Peyton to not know this. I don't I know. have like a hunch, but I think I'm getting Cheryl Swoops and Cheryl Miller confused. Because I know where Cheryl Miller went to college, but I, I don't know if Cheryl Swoops went there too, or if it was a different situation. So I don't know. Still thinking about it? No one? Yeah, no. No guess. All right. Baker Bayfield. Ding. What? Ding. This can't be the correct Baker. Oh, oh. No, no. Oh, you don't you dinged in, Jack. You dinged in. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got you. Oh, or, 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 is or, is it the actual Baker Mayfield, but not that the college? It's up to you. Did he transfer? No, no it's not up I'm to not me. I'm not answering the question. I said a name. and I'd like to retract NFL my ding. NFL oh, you... Baker Mayfield. Yes, I said it's NFL Baker okay. Mayfield. Then I, then I, I do have a guess, I think. Okay, are you guys dinging in? No, I'm gonna wait till the last one. But I, I mean, right. I dinged. I did yeah, ding. Dinged. I dinged. I guess I'll guess. I My, mean, okay. Just Peyton Michael Crabtree. Yeah, ding, ding. I know okay. who, what this Peyton, is. Peyton, what is it? Te- Texas Tech. <sighs> yep, Texas Tech. I was like, there's no way oh, you're yeah, giving Baker us Mayfield Baker Mayfield, Oklahoma. I was like, there is a different oh. Baker Mayfield, or this is a tra- <laughs> This is him transferring. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a decent one though. Yeah, that's that's a botch. I I forgot he transferred from Texas Tech. That's a that's a. If you had fact. given me Brandon Birdsell, I would have had it immediately. That was a good one. That was a good one, Kenny. All right, um, best beats of the week, uh, the weekend. Excuse me. Um, Peyton was the only one who won last uh, this past week because of the MLB All Star Game, the National League, breaking our that our league. Curse. Peyton, mm-hmm. your league, our National League, league is Didn't now the one. winners. Didn't have one representative. Ansby Swanson. Christian Yelich didn't want to do the home run derby. Those American League fanboys are rotting. Um, so my Dash. best beat of the week. I'm going back to Wimbledon here. We got to get some Wimbledon wins, Jack. We are. We are. We've been losing. terrible. We've, We've been, been terrible. So bad. We've been so bad. 
Um, but Christopher Eubanks, he lost. Yeah, Who did he, he lose did. to? Danny uh, Mendevev. And he's going to take down <laughs> Way to Carlos say that really Alcaraz. fast. He's going to take down Carlos Alcaraz, who I think is entering as the number one seed going in, into yes. the semifinals. Um, I got him upsetting. Plus 200 on the money line. Mm. Let's Kenny get some for... Wimbledon wins. Let me just pick against the number one seed. He beat Kenny Eubanks. For the... No Americans left. Kenny rooting for the Russian. Interesting. Um, yeah, Kenny, I don't have faith in this bet for you hitting. I, Carlos Alcarez is really good. But, hey, I've been wrong every time. So, you know, who, who knows? Peyton. My beat of the week. I'm taking Team Wilson money line minus 197 over Team Stewart in the WNBA All-Star game. Uh, uh, Team Wilson has – they have Kelsey Plum, uh, Kenny. Uh, so there is that. They also okay. have Aaliyah Boston, who was uh, hey. from South Carolina. Going to win rookie yeah. of the year probably. Asia Wilson, She's on the fever, South Carolina. Right? Yes, she is. Um, so two, two uh, Gamecocks there, so – yeah, I like this. I like this bet because not only do they also have like half of the Las Vegas Aces, who I think have only lost once in the regular season, um, they also have Milwaukee native Arike Ogumbawale. So, I'm 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 down for that bet. You're going Sir to Big Spurs get watching that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. We what? mentioned him last week. Sir Big Spurs. <laughs> I forgot who he was for a minute. I can't remember South Carolina's mascot name. He was literally on our on our chart. Sir Big like, Spur. Sir Big Spur. Um, big chicken. Uh, I have, I also, I also went back to Wimbledon. Um, I'm betting on the other ends. What? Why are we taking upsets if we want to get some wins? <laughs> oh yeah, wait, I can't even. I can't even talk about Kenny's bet because I'm literally picking. You're taking I'm a picking, guy that's plus four thirty five. I'm picking the defending Wimbledon oh champ my. to lose. Um, I'm picking Yannick Sinner, who is a Italian tennis player. I think he's the number six seed, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> plus thirty, plus four, four, four thirty five. Excuse me. Over Novak Djokovic, which is really stupid. Djokovic is definitely going to win. He has been great in this tournament. He's overcome like every test he's had. Um, but you know what? Not the, the COVID Italian, test. The Italian. <laughs> yeah, that's a good <laughs> point, Kenny. <laughs> um, the Italian Stallion is going to be too much. I don't think that's his nickname, but he is Italian. So there will I'm going to pick no him. Wimbledon's this weekend. There will be no Wimble wins. Also, I did want to shout out uh, on the other side. Um, they're uh, the Tunisian tennis player. I believe it's I believe it's Ons is her first name. Jabour. She reached the women's final for the second year in a row, and she beat the number two and number three seed on the way there. So she's uh, she the one. She seems she the one that said she was going to have a beer after. I didn't see that. I saw a video. I just it could have been Sports her. I don't know. Replayed it like four hundred times. It's like, Pro- what are you going to do after this? Probably going to get a bear. Probably. Like, I mean, said. hey, you beat the two and the three seed. Uh, mm-hmm. You might as well. Unfortunately, the Ukrainian I was rooting for, who said she doesn't shake Russians' hands, lost. But it is what it is. So yeah, Wimbledon's fun, but Kenny and I are pro- probably going to be wrong. It's Jeff definitely going to be joking with the game. I mean, yeah. I, I think mine is going to hit. So yeah. Uh, Fair enough. Next. Well, I like no cap, and he's the main bird. Sean's main bird of the week. Is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He proved me wrong. Uh, he he proved everyone wrong. He proved science wrong. He proved stamina doesn't matter. This whole competition is a competition of stamina. He proved he didn't need it. The guy was gassed. And he, he got was. It. He was taking everything. Something was in that Gatorade. Something was in that Gatorade that got him through it. And uh, Randy Rosarena, he sold. 
he had an opportunity to beat him, an opportunity to uh, get his way into history and make sure that both Guerreros never won. And Flagger Guerrero, prove me wrong that you guys are the winners. You guys are the true winners in the end. Told you, man, his, he's made for that derby with the exception of stamina. And I, if he could just pull it together enough stamina-wise, he would absolutely be the favorite in that. And he proved us right. And, yeah, uh, I like he bets. Mom told him not to get last. He got last. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, wasn't his whole thing? He didn't even want to do it, but his like his like wife and family like made him or like just said he got to do it. Probably he's he's in that Alex Bregman camp that he has to really just pull everything to get it over the wall these mm-hmm. days. And uh, he was just in too many dissenters hitting the wall. That's tough. It was a fun derby. I really I really enjoyed yeah. it. The Julio thing was great. Um, Marshawn Lynch walking out with the giant. Um, necklace with the like home run derby champ necklace that he had yeah, on was sick that was cool um oh wait i had a question for you guys all, on the all-star game um i don't know if we were going to talk about it anymore what did you guys think of the uniforms because i've heard some bad reviews I they the were uniforms. great i loved them you liked them i, thought, I like kind of that sort of green though so maybe i'm a little biased because of that but i thought they were good uh, i thought the helmet decals were a little silly i mean it was just like a block a a block and I feel like they could have done something cooler. I yeah. also just missed the day block wearing your, your home and away uniforms. And those jerseys were just the ones you wore in batting practice or in the home run derby. Like wearing your, like the Yankees wearing the pinstripes, Red Sox wearing their home whites. That, that Those were the more fun days of the All-Star games when you look back at it. And I, I mean, Nike's the reason it's switched up and it, you can't change it, but I, I miss those days more. Did the, the National League, they were wearing the darker ones, right? Whichever yeah. team was wearing the the darker yeah. ones, yeah, yeah I, I like those. Were, but, I like mm-hmm. those better. But. It's like navy jerseys and like really dark pants. Yeah, yeah. better like get those. used to seeing uh, Shohei in that shade of green. In that green, in that teal. <sighs> My Rangers are gonna hate it. <laughs> Peyton, Stop who's your main bird? That. <laughs> uh, My Sean Ace uh, main bird of the week is Felix Bautista because he was the one that was on the mound when he gave up the lead. Uh, to Elias Diaz, of all people. Uh, Elias Diaz, the 32-year-old, making his first ever appearance in an All-Star game. His first swing of the bat, the two, the fateful two-run home run that gave the NL the curse-breaking win over the AL, finally. And you know what? I think it was inspired by Dansby Swanson. Uh, he's a true <laughs> pro's pro. Uh, he comes to the Cubs, makes the All-Star game. The NL immediately wins. Who could have seen that coming? Moving not on. you. Not me. I yeah, literally no one, picked no the NL. <laughs> um, yeah. My main bird of the week, I I didn't know. Can I pick Nick Castellanos? Can I change mine? I, ha- I have a last second Does it, Did he have a bird? Did he play for the Cardinals? No. Oh, was he always a Philly? All right, never mind. I was going to pick him because Philly Red Cub Tiger. Oh, well, then never mind. I was going to pick him because he uh, said Scooby-Doo was his favorite superhero. That was funny. <laughs> I did see that. Oh, my gosh. That that conversation of seeing what Spencer <laughs> Strider was replying to that to that little kid Stop reporter and then Nick Castellanos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was too funny. That was good. Uh, but I'll, I'll stick with what I had. Uh, I'm picking Lionel Messi um, because he's going to make his debut next week for Inter-Miami. Inter-Miami, uh, by the way, this is like good, maybe good trivia now has, I think, the fifth most uh, Instagram followers now of any sports franchise. They have not won once in their last, like, 10 games. They're not good. Mm. And 
they're like literally, you know, they're getting the greatest player of all time. And it's just going to be crazy when it happens that like I'm reading about some of the money that's going to change for like American soccer and stuff after all, all this happens. So shout out Messi game changing, but um, is his favorite superhero Scooby-Doo? I don't think so. Not my goat. <laughs> Move on. Best <laughs> thing I learned this week. Best thing I learned this week. DJ Wagalele, former Clemson QB and now current Oregon State Beaver, or is he? Um, <laughs> because DJ Wagalele in the 20th round, picked 6'10", was selected by the Los Angeles Dodgers in the MLB draft. I don't know why the Dodgers are even wasting their time with this. Um, like, what a waste of a pick that was. But, I mean, honestly, I'm sure there was some reason for it. But DJ Wagalele, he did play high school uh, at Bosco, um, but he hasn't played since. Uh, he's kind of like, I don't know, uh, Russell Wilson, I guess, in that respect. Maybe he'll go to spring training. Um, but, yeah, that was just – Mahomes? Mahomes got drafted, right? Yeah, he did. Uh, Brady mm-hmm. got drafted as a catcher, I remember. Uh, Johnny Manziel got drafted by the Padres. Yeah. That's so, wild. I mean, it's like one it's of those things that happened more when there were 40 rounds because then you could just make joke picks by the end because mm-hmm. you don't need 40 players joining your system right away. And so, I I mean, that's what it kind of felt like. Um, Much the to the chagrin of minor league enthusiasts like Kenny and I. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, uh, I'm going to stick in the baseball world here. Baseball reference acquired Immaculate Grid. Not purchased, not traded for, acquired. Uh, We actually quote tweeted them when they made the announcement, and they liked our tweet when I said they acquired it for a player to be named later. Um, Baseball reference now has full control of Immaculate Grid, and they've added a lot more features. Um, it's It's a lot bigger game now, and ESPN actually made their own, and we're doing it on SportsCenter yesterday. Kind of cringe. Yeah, pretty cringe of ESPN. Yeah, cringe. I need basketball reference to do the same thing. I do an NBA. It's called the crossover grid every day. Mm -hmm. I need that to to happen. Immaculate Grid asked, they made a a poll about which sport they should do next. And so they might make their own or or sports reference will purchase crossover as well. Or maybe, yeah, Immaculate will take crossover, then basketball reference will take, and then ESP, and then. And it'll just get confused. I think and football then before is we know the New York Times football, alone though, all of it. It's the problem. Oh, that, that checks out. That checks out. It's all right. All my crossover grid. Um, best thing I learned. Where are we at? Uh, Northwestern J School students. Peyton, Kenny, and I are all recent graduates of the Missouri School of Journalism. I know we tend to, as sports people, make little rivalries out of between us and the people from Syracuse and the people we from do Northwestern. A lot of Syracuse, yeah. <laughs> we do, yeah. Um, but. You know, I think this is a good coming together for us uh, recent grads of, J- of, of a J school to see another um, journalism school or students from kind of thriving. Um, they took down Pat Fitzgerald. Pat Fitzgerald, of course, got fired recently as Northwestern's football coach after a bunch of stuff came out about hazing and bad stuff going on in their locker room. Um, not good. And he apparently knew about all of it. And the, the people who were like the whistleblowers about all of it, um, they did it to a paper that was like being run and all the stories were written by current Northwestern J school students. So pretty cool. These are like 19 year old kids breaking a story that got picked up by, you know, national news and, and media and got a coach fired. So good for them. Yeah. If they do nothing else in their careers, then there you go. And if any of them want I to guess come I, right, go ahead. I was going to say, I guess we'll have to, despite being uh alum of the finest J finest school in the, the nation, uh, We'll have to tip our cap to the day. It's not our fault that our coaches don't do stuff that 
is fireable. That's fireable. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, we don't have the stories. But yes, congrats to those guys. And if any of them want to come uh, start a column section for the unwritten rule, uh, we're hiring. So can't pay you. Won't pay you. Wouldn't if we could. Oh we don't have a column section. <laughs> well, uh, to dispute everything you just said, I'm going to go into ratio of the week here and pull up a Darren <laughs> Rovell tweet. Yeah. Uh, Darren Rovell. This is where we uh, can make the joke. Yeah, he uh, he's a Northwestern grad and a really good friend of Fitzgerald. Uh, he said ESPN has now changed its front page headline from Fitzgerald absolutely new to he failed to protect athletes and quote marks. Um, he did a quote tweet of him tweeting on ESPN article saying the headline was incorrect. Um, he got 191 replies, 165 likes. It, it's, a, it's a small ratio, but the, like the comments and the quote tweets is where all these numbers are coming from. Someone posted a photo of him in a full, and of Darren Ravel in a full Northwestern football uniform. <laughs> it, it ratioed him. God, this is a nerdy looking guy in a Northwestern football uniform, but uh, it's just hard to kind of defend the whole thing. He's probably good friends with Fitzgerald and he might know a little bit more, but it's sometimes better just to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Which he did to be fair. Mm-hmm. He couldn't tweet about uh, the home run derby or the all-star game because it all happened. And then he went silent on Twitter for like two days. Yeah. So I, you know, he, he did that first and now he hasn't, but mess Peyton do you want to read the petition one yeah so this petition um we talked about it on xbox yesterday um oh dear this comes from at dirt turd on twitter um this is crazy and it's a clip of patrick mahomes from the uh the quarterback documentary that's on amazon um he says this is the kind of language you want from your kid's role model all caps not me. Patrick needs to cool it with the F-bombs. If he doesn't, we're going to be hearing 10-year-olds calling their opponents sister effers with impunity. What's next? Touchdown celebrations and yelling, you woke up the wrong mother effer to your opponent when you sink a 15-foot putt for bogey. <laughs> Clean this up at NFL, and this is the best part, at Kremlin Russia <laughs> This guy was trying to get Putin involved, and then he replied to it with, sign my petition, please, with remove the new quarterback show from Amazon. And if you haven't seen the (laughs) clip, it is Patrick Mahomes after he scores a touchdown on the Raiders. I believe it's like a three-score game. He yells, you woke up the wrong effer at a guy. And he, it's the clip, it's the famous clip of him going, I'm here. I'm I'm here. here. (laughs) I'm here. I thought that was Uh, Kermit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the actual petition tweet has 23 replies. Uh, let me look at the quote tweet number here. Uh, three retweets, four quotes, 10 likes. And the original tweet has 266 replies, 218 likes. And exactly as I click the president of Russia Twitter account, um, <laughs> 15 retweets and 113 quote tweets. So... Uh, it's not a massive ratio, but this guy tagging the Kremlin trying to get it's hilarious. Vladimir Putin involved. Vlad, Vlad gives Vlad crazy. involved. Vlad's uh, got I, some pressing issues right now. I don't think he's if you told him they were all like, you know, from another country and they had like a different flag on their helmet, you know, supporting. I'm not going to say which country. Maybe he would get involved because he's not very happy at a certain country right now. So that's something. Yeah. If you want to know something, uh, what's your name on Twitter? I think it's Old Dirt Turd. If you, if you need some help there, just listen to our podcast. 
It's also tough because old dirt turd has Mizzou gear on in his photo. <laughs> Speaking of um, golf, uh, our friend Connor McGovern. Did you guys know that he didn't know he was left-handed? Yes. When he, when he's hitting oh, golf? Th- I'm glad we brought this up. Yeah. Yeah. He, he made he made this discovery. So we have a, we have a friend of ours, Connor McGovern, um, who you know, great J school student, needs a job. Music so enthusiast. A, um, Music enthusiast. Yes, music enthusiast, great, great guy. Hire him, but he's just a, fr- a friend of ours, friend of the show. We'll call him. But yeah, he uh, always would tell us that he was terrible at golf, wanted to get better, um, and then like went golfing recently, and then told us that he finally used left-handed clubs and was way better. And so apparently, mm-hmm. he just never knew he was. Le- it was. A, it was. A, was it a south southpaw? Is that southpaw. the word for lefties? So he he played hockey his whole life, and he shot left-handed. And then when he went to play golf one time with his uncle, his uncle said, everyone hits right-handed. No one hits left-handed. You're hitting right-handed. And for the longest time, he went to Top Golf, did all these things right-handed, never was good at it. Even Jack's old roommate, my old roommate as well, Chase Madison, was like, you kind of suck. Like, he just couldn't hit the ball <laughs> right-handed. And, and then he just figured it out that he was left-handed and started hitting lefty, and he was yeah. a lot better. Um, so he might have awoken something. Maybe he'll go, like, pro now. Exactly. Elite you get on the PGA here. He can go I play on Peyton's go live tour course. Right behind his house. Yeah. yeah. Certified. Yeah. Certified live. I don't live. Certified live course. Um, all right. Good quick hits, you guys. Great, great ratios. Um, and with that, we will segue and finish the show with Mount Rushmore. Okay. Uh, we're going to finish the show uh, with another Mount Rushmore. Um, we're going to do Mount Rushmore of sports mascots. I said like team nicknames, N- not sports mascots, team nicknames. I was just wrong again. Um, so we did mascots before which, you know, was people like Gritty, the actual mascot. Now we're just doing the team name. Um, and, you know, you'll hear some of the examples as we do them. I have the wheel on my phone this time so that, you know, there's no, I know Can't I've gone twice. I've gone first twice. It'll, it'll focus. I'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, but I have it on my phone to show the, the good people on the YouTube and show Peyton and Kenny improved them that I'm not cheating. So I'm going to spin it. It'll might make a noise. It does make a noise. All right. Show spinning, us. Spinning, spinning. It's spinning. <laughs> And it's Peyton. Nice. Peyton. Oh, yeah. Peyton is first. I've never said this is rigged. There's, <laughs> there's the wheel to decide. So Peyton, Peyton's going first. So Mount Rushmore of sports nicknames. Um, All right. We'll go Peyton. Kenny, you can go. Do you want to go second? Or I third? mean, yeah, I'll go second. This genuinely, it really is open to interpretation. I'm going to take it a little semi-serious, you know, like pick just iconic names. I'm between a couple, but I think, you know, I went to a school that had this this team name. It's a team name for so many iconic franchises at every level in every sport. The Tigers. It's just nice. an animal that yeah. was, it seems like it was almost made to be a mascot. I mean, the Tigers are just, I mean, Detroit Tigers, one of the most storied franchises in MLB history. You got LSU, Auburn, Mizzou, countless other things i mean the Bengals are technically their name but you think of mm-hmm. the tigers guangdong tigers i mean so many good ones tigres like even in latin T- countries tigres, tigres mm-hmm. is awesome tigres. Mexi- mexico team good shot you can have a Colorado. sick logo like i mean you can go mm-hmm. anywhere with it orange yellow purple i mean everybody has different ones but mm-hmm. this is my question peyton if you had to make the perfect tiger logo what colors you're going with <sighs> black and gold say like tiger Okay. I mean, Sailor has to be the one. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many cool Sailor ones, too. There's so, there really there. are. I love every version of the Sailor mm-hmm. Tiger I've seen. I think Auburn, the blue, the really dark blue and orange looks great. I yeah. think the purple and yellow is so unique. And 
their football uniforms, they do those just so perfectly. Um, Purple and orange Tigers, is good too. Clemson yeah, does it well. I mean, uh, Clemson does it remarkably well. Uh, it's just so easy to make a mm-hmm. really good color combo uniform. Just you can go all every different direction with the Tigers. Well, I'm glad you're taking it seriously, Peyton, because I'm not. I um, figured you, you always take this seriously. I'm not. Then, I'm not either. <laughs> we had someone send it. Send our friend Jack Sarkis. Who I'm not sure he's been on the show. He's maybe we name dropped him a couple times. He yeah. sent it in. He sent like our Mount Rushmore once. And he was like, "Is this a joke?" And I was like, "I mean, Peyton and Jack. Peyton was taking it seriously. I think Jack maybe half seriously after the Airbud pick. Um, but I, no, I, I rarely take this seriously. So that's why I'm going with the Expos. I think that's an awesome team name. Uh, after I pick here and Jack picks, I'm going to put on my Expos hat. You know, when I think of baseball, like 90s baseball, an era I didn't live in, I think of the Expos. And that, that was a really cool team, really cool name. So we're going with Montreal. Taking That's the Expos. a serious pick. I mean, I'll wait to see my other ones. So. Yeah, I, I, I will. I, I mean, Kenny might be competing a lot here with the. With I mean, the I'm really worried that draft. my next one's going to get taken. So. All right. Yeah, my I, one, one. I no longer am serious and thinking that my <laughs> Tigers will be an outlier. Pick. No, no, no. I, I meant to oh. say I no longer think I'm in danger of losing my next pick. Oh, no, probably probably not. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to absolutely run this to the board. Uh, I've got a list that I don't think will be uh, taken. Um, this, is, this was my number one when I was making my list. I got to go for it. The legendary uh, team name of the University of California, Santa Cruz, the Banana okay. Slugs. Give nice. me the Banana Slugs um absolutely love it also was recently rewatching pulp fiction and there's the scene at the end um when he's got the uc santa cruz banana slug shirt on when they're walking out of the diner Mm -hmm. love it you know most menacing name in sports banana slugs and then oh wait i have two don't i um two circling back okay Hmm. i've got a lot to pick from i think i gotta go for it they thundered their way to a win in south bend give me the thundering herd of Marshall okay. thundering herd is my next one. Um, just, you know, the herd is thundering. That's what we always said. Um, when they, when they did beat a uh, Notre Dame. So thundering herd, Randy Moss. I'm glad someone dipped their feet into the college world. I, there was oh, just so I will only be forward. dipping my feet in the college. Oh, okay. World. I'm glad yeah. you did that. I've got um, uh, my next I'm have a couple. Yeah. I was thinking about it too. I mean, the first ones that come to mind are like Buckeyes and Wolverines just cause they're pretty funny ones, but um, I'm going to go to the, the hockey world here. Um, this team is no longer called this. The, I'm going oh, with the, the Whalers. Oh, the Whalers. Oh, I think the, oh, the Whalers had a cool Ducks. logo. I, I wasn't going to go mm-hmm. Mighty Ducks because I, I think that's just like a spinoff name because they are just the Ducks. And so I didn't know if I could use Mighty Ducks because that is a, technically a fictional. fictional. So I went mm-hmm. with the Whalers. They have a pretty cool logo. Hartford. Um, yeah. And so I, I thought the Whalers would be a fun one. There the is a novelty. There is a novelty to just thinking about how there was a professional team in Hartford, Hartford Connecticut. Connecticut. It's like Green that'll Bay. never happen again. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stay on the serious side here. Uh, I'm going to go the Bulldogs. I think Bulldogs is just a good name. It's just plain and simple. Yeah. Uh, granted, if you take a look at the statistics, they're not very good at driving. Um, found out recently, but he got sued uh, cool. today. Who? Jalen Carter. Oh, I didn't see oh, wow. that. He got sued by like a staffer. Yeah. Wow. For the reckless driving stuff. But yeah, I, so you're I right. like, 
I, I think that's a, I think Bulldogs is like a, just a good name. Um, and my second one, do I want to make a fun pick here? I mean, I know there's like a team that has the asparagus <laughs> as a team name, but I, I can't remember the college, so I'm not going to take them right now. Um, so for now, I am going to stay serious. I'm going to go with the Monarchs because there's only one team that had that name, the KC Monarchs, as far as I know. I think that is just such a cool name, especially given the history of that team, all the great players. Um, the Kansas City T-Bones, an old uh, independent league team, changed their name oh, to the Monarchs. Uh, but yeah, that's a good one. I'll try and think of some minor league team name next. I'm, uh, I like that. I was thinking but, of that first pick real quick for Bulldogs. I wish like there was like some league that for like maybe one weekend they get alternate logos, alternate uniforms, and they put an adjective or a gerund in front of their team name. So they're the slobbering bulldog, just like an angry slobbery bulldog, you know, just stuff like that. Like the fierce tiger, like stuff like the that. Like, slobbering the bulldogs, the slobbering the bulldogs for the weekend. Yeah, that's what I thought of. And so I thought that would be, you know, pretty fun. Don't they you do think? slobber bulldogs. Also, my second thing about the Monarchs is that, you know, Casey Monarchs was the first one that came to mind, but Monarchs also kind of sounds like that small football team in like Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, that will just like come in and play like this big football team and just kick their ass. Like, that's what I thought of. Like, it's like this small <laughs> underground football I... team that's turning it around and that's who the Monarchs are, you know, high school football teams 4-0. Yeah, they're the oh. Monarchs. I that's what I thought of. I did a 2K rebuild once, and I Why? made the Kansas City Monarchs. I don't know. I just that's what I think of the Monarchs. I think it's like it's like a badass football team. It's like a bunch of bruisers. I don't know. It just seems like a small Fair town enough. team name. Maybe I don't know. All right, I, I was just thinking of the baseball team. <laughs> uh, Jack, did you have anything else to add there? Oh, I know the two. I made a 2K team that was the Monarchs once. Okay, there you go. All right, my next one. Uh, this is my third pick here. I'm going the Space Cowboys, uh, AAA affiliate for the Houston Astros. It, it's just an awesome team name. It really fits just all of Houston from, you know, the the fake Cowboys that people think are in Texas still um, to, to the space station because uh, we are home of NASA. And I thought Space Cowboys is a fun one. Um, some people call me the Space Cowboy. Some people call me Maurice. And so I Maurice the Space Cowboy. That's my team name. Okay. I'm not writing that down, but you can have Space Cowboys. Okay, uh, okay so uh, I have my last do, two. We could just do a entire Mount Rushmore of minor league team names. There's yeah, so that, if we if we did minor league baseball alone, that could be that could be good. Um, I have two more. I'm I'm looking at the. Did you guys ever watch the Netflix documentary? I don't think I'm gonna pick this on the uh, Danbury Trashers. No, does that ring? Is that the one in Portland? No, it's a m- no. old minor league hockey team, and it was run by a guy who turned oh. out to be like a wire fraud guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard. Yeah, I thought about them, but I don't think I'm going to pick them. Thrashers um, is a good one. Is it Thrashers or Trashers? Thrashers, Trashers. Okay, like their logo is like a gar- legit garbage can, and they were known for like injuring players. That oh. was like their whole hmm. thing. Um, I can we do can we do high school? Yeah, sure. I mean. If you can find out where they are. Wisconsin's got a lot of weird. Oh, ones. yeah. No, the, the, the Kakana Galloping Ghosts could be a consideration. Um, the Flying Dutchman. The Flying Dutchman. They're no longer the Flying Dutchman. They're the, no, the Spooner Rails. Yeah. Spooner Rails. I have a Spooner Rail sweatshirt, Peyton. Yeah, you wore it yesterday. Um, okay, en- enough dilly-dallying. Um, I'm going to pick... I am going to delve into the realm of professional just because I think uh, this name is sick. I'm going to go with the Kraken, Seattle okay. Kraken. 
That's good. As one of them. And oh, do I want to pick this? Mm-hmm. Ah, I'm torn. Let me think. Let me think. I got I got a couple in my I I, I didn't think Peyton would go serious. So I thought I'd lose a lot of my options more more quickly. <laughs> um you know what? Screw it. Give me the uh the most unique mascot in all of sports and a local team to our our viewing area, perhaps. I'm taking the Cupies. The Hickman Cupies. Okay. Hickman. Um, yeah, the pride of Columbia High Schools. I actually am Team Rockbridge. I did declare formally Team Rockbridge, but Cupies is just a, it's just a sick nickname. Give me the Cupies. Peyton and our team battle. Loco is a baby. Loco is a baby, and it's. I don't it's know, wild. man. I'm kind of a Rockbridge guy. I, think. I, I am Team Rockbridge. Ruins, I got a good good friend. Battle good is, friend who went to Rockbridge. Battle is up there. Honest was across the street from Rockbridge High School, so. Maybe I am a Rockbridge guy. He was Michael Porter Jr.'s uh, brother's uh, Yeah, he walked too. in while I was work. While I was in there to get my teeth worked on. Um, my last one's kind of a toss-up. You know, there's a couple team names out there. I kind of wanted to go Bullets because I just thought that was such a funny <laughs> one for Washington for the longest time. Uh, Supersonics, also always pick- a fun one. Um, Raptors, just because of the logos that they've had in the past. Oh, those are sick. Um, but if this was a logo draft, I would go Raptors. But, you know, it's team names. So I'm thinking I'm going Devil Rays just because Devil Rays was just really one. iconic in the early 2000s, late 90s. Why did uh, they get rid of Devil? So the just... Baptist Church in Florida did not like how it was called the Devil Rays, so they had to ah. switch to the Rays. But for some reason, they're still allowed to wear their Devil Rays jerseys on throwback nights. I don't know. But I, I really liked the Devil Rays name. It was very cool. I, I like it, too. That's why I was wondering. Devil Rays mm-hmm. is a cool Good pick. one. Um all right, Peyton. My last it one. It'll be my last. It'll be my only non-serious one. I considered a number of different ones. I'm gonna go with the Down East Wood Ducks. Uh, oh, that's team. awesome! Yeah, oh, I, I love their logo. Uh, yeah, the Down East Wood Ducks, located in uh, southeastern North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an just a cool, cool logo, cool team. I believe they're in Kinston, North Carolina. Other ones I considered. I considered the Greensboro Grasshoppers, another team in North Carolina. I considered the Rocket City Trash Pandas because, of course, I was thinking yeah, of them too. That's that's, that's awesome. a good one. Uh, and the I Boys, just excluded Sky myself Carp. from from minor league teams because like yeah. there's just too many good ones. Yeah, there's so many good ones. Rich Richmond Flying Squirrels. There's so many great ones. So, mm-hmm. uh, nice. the, just that whole Carolina league is awesome. I mean, you, you mentioned mm-hmm. uh, the Wood Ducks in there. I mean, the Canapolis Cannonballers, that's an mm-hmm. awesome team name. We could, yeah, like you said, we could probably just do one of minor league team names and just roll with that as well. I think I, uh, Major wants a, wants a belly itch. Yeah, ma- Major needs attention. Shout out Kenny's mm-hmm. dog. It wasn't Major. That one. Was, that time was Jesse, and she was mad that oh. I pushed her when she was show the, scratching. Can, can you show the YouTube people, Jesse? Uh, I can try. Jesse, come here. <laughs> come here, Jesse. Um, hey, Jesse. Albuquerque Isotope. Shout out. Break. Oh, there's Jesse. Look Aww. at the YouTube for a cute dog video. Should have taken that mm-hmm. as the thumbnail. That would have gotten a lot of clicks. Um, Albuquerque Isotopes for all you Breaking Bad fans was one I had on my list. Um, or Simpsons fans. Or Simpsons, yep. <laughs> um, nice I had, I had a Big Red, Cornell Big Red, uh, the Mean Green, North Texas, the Green Wave, and the Golden Hurricanes were the ones on my list I didn't pick. The uh, Golden Hurricanes that frequent Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, noted Hurricane State. 
Um, yeah, good draft. Uh, so to sum it up, Peyton, Tigers, Bulldogs, Monarchs, Wood Ducks, uh, Kenny, Expos, Whalers, Space Cowboys, Devil Rays, and then I had Banana Slugs, Thundering Herd, Kraken, and QPs. Good draft. I that think was that a fun was one. Do you have I any other names? Definitely... Huh? Any some other names, names you missed? Came... I threw some in already. So I, yeah, I, um... I chucked some out there from college. I mean, the Syracuse the... Orange Men. I mean, they used to be the Orange That's Men. That's a good one. So the Rainbow good one. Warriors. Rainbow Warriors. I'm the looking Milwaukee... at my pins right now because I got some really funny ones. The Milwaukee Milkmen is one of my favorite. They're like, oh right. yeah, that's a uh, that's a secondary logo, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's where you could go too. You could go with, like all these secondary team names from these minor yeah. league teams as well. Yeah. Good. Good selection. Good selection. Um, oh, Campbell fighting camels. That's yeah. another one. They were mentioned earlier. Um, Presbyterian blue hose. There you go. That's it. End the show. What's the Citadel called? Bulldogs. Citadel. Oh, they are the Bulldogs. <laughs> the Citadel Citadel. <laughs> I mean, you asked me what is, what, what is the Citadel called? It's called the Citadel. You oh, said it. Thanks, Kenny. I can't think uh, of any other ones, but I definitely think a minor league one would be fun. Yeah, we can. We we'll, we'll, we maybe, maybe we'll do a minor league one. We'll, we'll think of more draft ideas. Tweet at us if you have any good draft ideas or Mount Rushmore ideas for, uh, mm-hmm. for the future. Um, all right. Well, like Kenny said, we picked a slow sports day and managed to cram in a lot of Mizzou news. So go us. Um, so everyone, everyone listen to this. You know, hope everyone enjoyed. And um, we'll be back on Monday with some more um, Mizzou news. I guess we won't have SEC Media Days yet. That'll be for next Friday. But um, I'm sure some stuff will come up. We'll have another Mount Rushmore for everyone. So with that, everyone have a fun and safe weekend. See you Monday.